This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, we're here for one very important reason, and that is to talk about Bray Wyatt. Are we calling him Bray Wyatt? Are we calling him The Fiend? What are we calling him? I think Bray Wyatt Bray for now. Wyatt. I think mm. all, the, all the advertising for him has said Bray Wyatt, mm. Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt. Well, uh, we're, we're here to talk about him because he obviously returned at the end of Extreme Rules to a, a very generally positive reception. Ooh, I think yes. everyone was very impressed. And uh, now... Everyone's wondering, what's he going to do next? Mm -hmm. Well, don't worry, because we're here to answer that with three lovely pitches each, leaving us with nine pitches for Bray Wyatt. Uh, We're going to go around in a circle, Tom, then Andrew, then myself, times three, and that will leave us with nine lovely pitches for Bray Wyatt. But remember the golden rule. It's not what we... Oh, no. It's not what we think's going to (laughs) happen. Oh, my God. It's It's what what we want to happen. Join our cult. Now, I knew he was going to ruin my catchphrase, (laughs) and I think that knowledge played into me being rude to him before we went on air. Okay, well, that, that's understandable I knew he then. was going to do that. Yeah. I've said about nine words in this video so far. Uh, but, but in the ether, I've said a hundred. Verbally, you've said nine. <laughs> Can we have your first pitch, please, Tom? So, obviously, with the return of Bray Wyatt, there's a lot of loose ends, a lot of, uh, a lot of strings that we can pull on. And I want to go straight to uh, a string to pull on regarding... Yo. The final feud I've that The Fiend had. Oh, yeah, posters. bless Sorry. you. Thank you. Thank you, you very one much. As well. I was one over here. I'll grab that. Grab that. that. Housekeeping at this, its finest. Listening on the podcast, we're putting coasters down. Right. Sorry, Tom. No, no, it's, it's good to start nice and clean. And it's good to get a clean uh, a, a clean slate with one particular wrestler. That being Randy Orton. Oh, very, oh. Nice. very nice. So, obviously, the last time we saw Bray Wyatt in a wrestling capacity before Extreme Rules, he was, uh, he was losing to Randy Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the main event of Monday Night Raw comes around. It's the return of Randy Orton. He's been away for a while, isn't he? And he's back. His voices, big pop, lots of love. Uh, and uh, he, he lays out his plans. He's back. He's healthier than ever. He's got designs on being WWE champion once again. Bray Wyatt interrupts him out with the lantern, comes out and uh, addresses Randy Orton in the ring, saying, the last time... You and I stood in this ring together. He's got, hang That's on. Good. He's got an impression. I like Sammy. it. It's we not, stood it's not in this bad. ring together. We were brothers. We stood together. You joined my cause. He's, got, he's been working on this. He's got he's the shirt on, on as, well. Shirt as well. You joined my cause. But it didn't go that. And reflect, reflected on WrestleMania, the one with the worms and all yes. of that stuff. And he's like, 
And before we go on our separate journeys, we should bury the hatchet. Let bygones be bygones. And it was time we pitched this idea for this video series. <laughs> this video as well. You can tell. Interestingly, I'm here because forgiveness is required mm. before we go about our separate routes. Mm -hmm. And Orton's very suspicious. He's like, "No, I've played this game with you before, and there's no, I, you get nothing from me. I'm giving you no apology." To which Bray Wyatt starts laughing. It is not you that must forgive I. You must be forgiven by him. Ooh. Lights out, lights up, Bray is gone. The Fiend is there. Uh, okay. Man, remember when Randy did the Bernie Bernie oh, on the remember. Fiend? Yes. Oh, Sister Abigail, lights out, lights on. Fiend and Orton, gone. Both gone. Mm. Both gone. Two weeks pass, no word of Randy Orton. No, nothing. No one's heard from him. Mm. Nothing. Uh, eventually, Matt Riddle, Randy Bobandi's best friend, uh, approaches Bray Wyatt, calls out Bray Wyatt into the ring, uh, and invites Wyatt and his weirdo Sesame Street goons to come to the ring for answers. And Wyatt tells Matt Hart, tells Matt Riddle, not Matt Hardy. Mm. Oh my God! He's oh, back. He's back. Oh, what? He tell he tells Matt Riddle that uh, he'll find what he seeks at the Wyatt compound. Okay. So we're going a bit white compoundy. Okay. Uh, we get Matt Riddle in the compound fighting off multiple goat mask wearing goons mm -hmm. and uh, just about surviving. Riddle fights off Ramblin' Rabbit, Mercy the Buzzard. He fights him through. But then he gets attacked by the fiend, taken down with the claw, as Bray Wyatt sits in a rocking chair in the kitchen and watches. Oh. Uh, and then... Uh, Wait. Oh, mm. he gets attacked by the fiend. The Wyatt's, Wyatt's watching. Watch yeah. Ah. Randy Orton comes to in a corridor. At the end of the corridor is a is a mirror. Oh. He looks into the mirror. Do you know what Matt Riddle sees? He sees a reflection of himself. You know, by his side is his wife and children. Oh my oh god. Oh my Jesus. Oh no, I object to this. To which the fiend bursts through the mirror. Okay. Chokes him down again. <laughs> and to which. Bray Wyatt says, you faced your own personal truth. Now you'll have the answers that you seek. Riddle wakes up outside and he's, he's in the middle of a, a graveyard next to a, a shallow grave with a headstone that is labeled Randall. Oh, he starts manically digging into the grave, into the shallow grave and we fade to black. Oh, as far as I've got. Is Randy Orton dead? Is the fiend Did the fiend him? end Randy Orton? I guess we'll find out. You'll probably enter the rumble or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. I mean, ooh. Bit of spoopiness. When you, for some reason, my brain, when you went, you saw new only sees in the mirror, I thought Riddle was going to say, I'm shaking Bruce, hands I with Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've won, I've I've won, won the, the House Cup. Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd thought of that now. Um, <laughs> Bruce Hart. Yeah, he sees Bruce Hart. Now, part of me is worried because... It's even though even though you've presented it far better and more thought out than the previous fiend stuff, it's thematically similar. So it's with Orton involved and and the the sort of fiend, um, sorry, the compoundy sort of stuff. But on the other hand, like I said, it is presented a little bit better. There's more thought behind it, mm. um, and it's not just like when Vince was just throwing random spooky at the wall. Yeah. So I do definitely prefer it to that stuff. 
And the thing that pushes it into yes territory for me is the impression. And I just got oh, yeah, that was so. Yeah. Thank you very much. It was really good. Mm. It almost bordered at some point. So I was like, is he doing an impression of Fraser as well? Just Fraser. It, it sounded a bit Scottish. <laughs> at some I did point. not hear that at all. A little bit. A it's little been bit. A murder. <laughs> so, the Bray Wyatt. No, right? he was doing Bray Wyatt. You, no, it was. Will face me inside a curly whirl. Uh, no, <laughs> there you go. Know. There you go. See, he was pure Louisiana. It was very, very good. It was very, very good. Louisiana down in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Amongst the evergreen. Amongst the I'm doing Bob Dylan. Once upon a time, you looked so bad. Boy, you're Johnny be good. You're doing Johnny Vegas. <laughs> hey, up! Oh. It's me, Bray Wyatt. Eat a world. I'm starving. Eat a world. Eat a world. Tom, I enjoyed the, the cinematic aspect of what you just pitched there, and I liked that you subverted the expectations a little bit as well. Um, I enjoy the fact that Bray Wyatt sort of never kind of lets things just lie in mm. terms of he always ties everything back together somehow. I think that's why the full circle thing is sort of part of his mm. whole uh, presentation. Um, so like, Ooh. yeah, well, we'll see. Well, we'll get into some stuff later. But um, so something like that would be very satisfying to say. I don't like the conclusion of that storyline was not satisfying, was it? No. WrestleMania, it was... <laughs> Oh, it, it was just, it was awful, wasn't it? So if we can actually it was the get... the loosest of loose ends. Yeah, if yeah. we can somehow rectify that, and I think Bray would want to rectify that because I feel like he, wa he wants to make everything that he does mean something somehow. And in a way like that, I think it I think it would work really, really well. No, mm. thank you. You're welcome. So two yeses. Two yeses. Go Congratulations. Uh, Andrew. I've gone far into the weeds. Into Far the into the weeds on the, the Louisiana, the Louisiana oh. weeds. Are we no. all going to try? <laughs> I've gone like, f like really far. I got, I got very obsessed with just writing. Oh, so excited. No, I'm excited. Is this where your tweet came from, Andrew? Because where I was doing Andrew it and I was like, I'm horrible. cringing mate. at his own pitches and I'm yeah. like, no. No, there's a particular bit of cringe that you have to walk through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I true. Think, I think a lot of people will start doing something like this and they'll stop just before the forest of cringe mm. and then nothing will ever get done. But there's some great stuff to be found deeper in the forest. You just have to go through yeah. it. Yeah, 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 I yeah. think more my point was, yes, I might find myself cringy, but I enjoy what I'm writing oh, at the same and time. And we'll, well, we'll you know? see if we enjoy it as well. We'll give you a, a thumbs up or down. Yeah. So this is going to be more of a basic general pitch for the motivation and idea behind the Wyatt Six. Nice. Uh, so the, oh, hello. Fat left out. This is why I was rude like to Tom before the video. A similar faction now. <laughs> yeah. So the mask Bray was wearing in his reveal at Extreme Rules was very reminiscent to the one used in the film, The Black Phone, by the main antagonist. And there's actually a reason to that as well, as okay. the person who created the mask for the film was the same person who created the White Six masks, like all of them ah, as well. Ah, same one. So in the film of The Black Phone, the main antagonist named The Grabber has different mask configurations for the different moods he's feeling. But what if instead of moods, the Wyatt Six mask personas represent the different past personalities of Bray Wyatt? Okay. So, Huskers the Pig, Husky Harris, Abby the Witch, Sister Abigail, who once spoke through Bray as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got The Fiend, self-explanatory. Yeah. Rambling Rabbit, who I've put down as like Firefly Funhouse Bray. Okay. Rambling because Firefly yeah. Funhouse Bray was, you know, he was, uh, a bit more comedic, a bit more yeah, like a bit more talkative. Yeah, a bit of talking. Uh, and Mercy the Buzzard as cult leader Follow Bray. Buzzards. There you go. Ah. 
So that's five, making Bray, making the Bray that we saw burst through the Dora Extreme Rules, the true original Bray. Try, uh, sorry, tying to this theory is the <clears> fact that on Raw, we had another Bray tease in which a voice is heard saying, I used to think that the prison inside my head was the only place I could truly be free. Reveling what you are, reveling what you are, reveling what you are, reveling what you are. So Bray breaking through the Dora Extreme Rules and ushering the words, I'm here, could be symbolism is of the fact. Is that what he said? Because I yeah. didn't hear what he said. I think so. he said, I'm here or I'm home. Uh, one of, well, one the of the two. pop was ginormous. It was. So but I'm yeah. going to say, <clears throat> uh, in fact, I think something actually came out again and they redubbed the oh. audio. Okay. And I'm pretty sure he says I'm here. Okay. I could be wrong. Um, so uh, Bray breaking through the door at Extreme Rules and ushering the words, I'm here, could be symbolism of the fact that the real true Bray Wyatt has actually arrived. Breaking from the confines of his own mind and having more control and clarity than ever. Subsequently, though, breaking through the door has also unleashed these personalities as we saw during Extreme Rules. So we, all the other ones have come out mm. at the same time as well. So Bray Wyatt in the past has spoken about how his previous personalities have just been vessels. And his gimmick changes seem to happen when his character is either losing steam or when they're down on the look with losses in matches. What if these previous personalities of Bray need to find their own vessels now in an almost symbiotic relationship, finding their way into other superstars who are currently down on their look and trying to accentuate these repressed traits in order to truly revel in what they are? I'm, fully, I'm trying to now guess. I'm fully on board. Wow. So, for example, on NXT, we've got Apollo Crews, who's predicted something yeah. dark in Grayson Waller's future. We've even seen Grayson Waller's eyes bleeding and bloodshot at one point as well, which perhaps we associate more with Crews' new abilities when, in fact, it could either be a Bray Wyatt personality trying to take over oh. Grayson Waller. Um, obviously, we saw the, the little video that he posted online as well, where he's talking about something. He leans in and the Bray lantern is there. Mm. And the shirts as well that he wears. Oh. Mercy the Buzzard. Mercy the Buzzard had bloodshot eyes. And so did... Oh, my God. Is he actually what? nailed it? Is he's actually, actually nailed it. So, it's what's going to happen. It is what's going to happen. <laughs> no, no. So same for Liv Morgan, who was smiling after oh she, she was choked out by Ronda Rousey this at Extreme insane. Rules to lose the title. Imagine if this is true. But she was seen backstage in a dark corner with a demented look on her face. So there's a contrast there between the two. Perhaps after understanding that Bray is broken free of the prison inside his head, um, the other superstar, uh, those other superstars, sorry, come to him for guidance on how oh. to now free themselves of these demons, forming the Wyatt Six gradually. Maybe they begin. Uh, maybe to begin with, Bray seems genuine with his intentions in wanting to help, but later starts to draw these personalities out from the superstars. So then he like and then jam. yeah, so <laughs> leaning into <laughs> leaning again into the reveling what you are line. So Bray could even potentially call upon these differing personalities to adapt and prepare for certain situations, matches, and challenges. So for example, say Liv Morgan as Sister Abigail, he could like draw that out in a certain situation to then use that in a match himself. Uh, but then he has the freedom to return them to uh, the superstars they've now inhabited at the same time. This could be like being a like game the concept. Thing. Right? This is yeah. really good. Bray always ties, as, as I've said, is what in, in Tom's pitch, but Bray always ties things back to his past and he never forgets. So mm. I feel like there's something deeper to the White Six that extends further than them just being a faction. Okay. Um, and then I just put, but perhaps that's a bit too spooky. No, 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 no. no I it's love not that. Spooky that was fantastic. Thank you. It's a big, yeah, it's a yes from me straight oh, away. Mm. It's a hellacious yes from oh, me. Yeah. I'm bless you. Fascinated to, to know, like, how, like, it, what's the reason we're recording this and we haven't even seen Bray on SmackDown yet? Mm. He might just come out and go, oh, I'm a wrestler now and lose to, <laughs> <laughs> lose to Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> <laughs> done. MMA shorts and gloves. I'm a real <laughs> yeah. fighter I'm a now. fighter now. But I love the, I, I love how Bray 
Wyatt has captured the imagination in a don't hug me, I'm scared type Oh, way, yeah, yeah. Where we all come up with the law like this. And I, and there's connections that you're making there mm. that oh, I, that I, I think are other phenomenal. Four. I was, oh, man, have you got any others? Or uh, no, th those were the two that I could really think the of. The Grayson Waller one's brilliant yeah love that i quite quite enjoy that one. well huskus the pig boy that's kind of like your, your baity character who's maybe been told they're not they don't look but they don't look the part yeah make... oh, mate if keith lee was still there I was oh, God, yeah oh. yeah like you know that it doesn't necessarily need to be like they are fat it's more a case of they've been told they don't look like yeah they could amount to that anything. was or like the green or something like that yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. That could be really that. Yeah, there's oh. a lot of. There's Joe a lot Gacy's of a strong contender for someone of that ilk who's who could potentially be like a hustler. Well, especially when when it was announced that he was coming to WWE, mm. it felt quite special. And then all of a sudden, you know, we've got what we've got, and it's not perhaps the best of uh, of Joe Gacy. Loomis could be somehow involved. He's yeah. spooky. I don't yeah. know. I, don't, I might be thinking too much. I don't know. Ironically, Loomis could be rambling rabbit. It's like yeah. I, <laughs> I don't talk enough. But how <laughs> we talk? Yeah. In the spirit of rambling mm. rabbit. Chad Gable talks a lot. <laughs> Whoa. That was fantastic. Thank Andrew. you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on a wonderful pitch. <laughs> You're very kind. Um, right, my first. But why did you do that one first? We've got to that follow that. That was the. That, that was like, like Kenny Omega. So I follow that. <laughs> I've basically worked backwards. It's gone. I think my best one, okay. and then it's regressed sort of as it goes down. Well, that's all but, right. Oh no, you do. You, know what I mean? no. you do. You do second best, weakest, top one. Oh, I do. Oh, that's, that's a how I, that's idea. How I do. Oh, so Tom's best is yet I to go, come. I go best. I think so. I hide my weak one in the middle. I uh, do a silly one. That's a good ah. idea. Best, worst, silly. Nice. Yeah. Right. Uh, my <laughs> first one's the best one, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if it is now. Um, so I've put Bray's appearing. He's disappearing. He's ruining the show. It's not cool. <laughs> Damn it, Bray. <laughs> he shows up on Raw, on the Raw closest to Halloween, and leaves a message in burning letters in the ring if they can somehow work that out. And it says, War Games. But this is one stage too far, because that's Triple H's special little stipulation that they co-opted from the NWA. But it's his special stipulation. <laughs> and he comes out and says, no, 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 that is too far. You are not spoiling my special War Games event. I've written yet. I found this in a bin. It's mine. <laughs> yes. Triple H is such a crossy boy. He <laughs> says, right, Bray, I've brought someone back to stop you. And he's a man who got the better of you last time. And his name is Goldberg. Oh. So Goldberg faces Bray at Survivor Series and gets battered, righting the wrongs of a few years ago. So mm -hmm. Bray's got his win back now over Goldberg. That's fine. Bray continues disrupting the WWE product. He's, I've just put a few examples. He's burning the ring ropes or whatever. He's kidnapping Michael Cole. <laughs> so I just think Michael Cole would be a great kidnapping victim. <laughs> Triple H goes, right, I've found someone else to stop you. It's... The demon, Kane, right? Kane gets up, up, but absurdly squashed on an episode of Raw. And Triple H comes out again to confront Wyatt. What do you want, Bray? You've proven that I can't really throw people at you. You've, you're just going to beat them. What do you want from me? Bray laughs and says one thing. I want revenge. So Bray wants revenge for being released. He wants to take control, not of a belt, but of WWE. Triple H wants him gone and says he's found a guy to take him out. So the next week, out comes Bron Breaker. Oh. Who I don't know if he should be NXT champion for this angle or not. He could be. Yeah. Doesn't really um, who spears Bray and ambushes him from behind. And for the first time in a long time, Bray seems hurt. He's a bit like, oh, no, oh. Uh, Triple H says, I want you gone. So if Bron beats you at like day one or wherever we are at the calendar at this point, mm -hmm. what's that sound? It's the cleaners. Oh, I thought it's it was, Kenny I was scared. <laughs> I was like, what's Bray doing? Um, if, who killed the world? <laughs> <laughs> If Bron beats you at day one, you're never welcome in WWE again. So Triple H is 
putting it all in Bron Breaker. He was like, you can do it. Come on, beat him. Bray says, why would I accept such a match? And Triple H says, because if you win, then I'll give you Monday Night Raw. Oh, Ooh. no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, so then uh, Bray wins and gets Raw. And Raw, slow, I've put here, slowly starts to decay, like when Mil Muertes was champion on Lucha Underground. So season two of Lucha Underground, things in the underground arena started to like decay or be a bit weird. And I think Raw gradually over the road to WrestleMania gets a bit more decayed and a bit worse somehow. Not worse in terms of quality. Yeah. Just more minging. Yeah, <laughs> Eventually, though, Bron faces Wyatt at WrestleMania and becomes the first person to beat him after his return. Next big star created question mark. Easy. That's how I've ended nice. it. Oh, I like the use of of making a star in Brown Breaker this way. Mm. Yeah, by having him facing Bray Wyatt. I love the raw decaying stuff. Mm. That's a nice. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a yes. I like all that stuff Thank as well. You. I I feel like sort of Bray's return does have the uh, ability to whoever he works with next, like really make that like elevate them mm. quite a lot because they're you know they're in a program with Bray Wyatt who I guess is going to be seen as being like one of the top of the company now, isn't he as well? So for that to happen, for, for Bron to come in that way, definitely. Um, I don't know if Bron should win though. And that's the thing. And then, and, and then I guess that's the thing that takes away from like a Bron breaker coming into the main mm. roster. Um, Unless actually, to be fair, if he still makes an impact in his debut, I went I went fifty fifty booking. So I gave Bron the first, I gave Bray the first, one, yeah, and then Bron. The, but it's yeah, it's that old trap. But I know what yeah. you mean, like, and that, I'm on the fence with do, it yeah. I'm on, because I like all the other aspects of it, like the decaying of Raw and everything, okay. like like uh, Tom just said there as well. It's perhaps just the outcome at the end. Got you. Is 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 what might sway me to fair be enough. just on the. It's there. Okay. It's one of them ones. Like a bison trooper. Like a bison from trooper. Street Fighter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Love that film. Now we we've landed on on a on a somewhat similar pitch. Oh no! But no, mine's mine's slightly different. And I faced the same quandary that you did. Okay. Uh, about like how you you know how how does somebody get over? And the same one that Seth Rollins talked about in an interview. Like yeah. how do you actually get over? Yeah. With Bray Wyatt and yeah. I I I I coward. I was a coward and I and I found a way out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're heading into Survivor Series War Games as well. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, we see on NXT, though, a slightly different story being told of the run-up to Halloween Havoc. Okay. Uh, we see Ramblin' Rabbit in the crowd during a Joe Gacy match. Mm. Um, a lot of mysterious fog backstage at points during promos that people can't explain. A few technical issues back and forth in the weeks to come. Uh, a QR code oh. before, um, probably about two weeks before Halloween Havoc appears on the screen. Inquisitive minds scan it, and uh, it's clips of the film Children of the Corn. With K Sarah Sarah playing over the top. Like, okay, strange. And then some numbers that point to the following week's NXT. A night where Joe Gacy challenges Bron Breaker for the NXT championship in a no disqualification match. Gacy talks behind the scenes after before the match, warning Bron Breaker that what is coming is bigger than Bron, it's bigger than Joe Gacy, it's bigger than the dyad, and it's bigger than NXT. Bigger than the dyad? Yeah, I know, right? Wow. Shoes off if you're bigger than the dyad. Yeah. Uh, the match happens, Bron's about to finish off Joe with the old Steiner recliner. Smoke fills the arena and the fans are rushing out because they think it's a legit fire. <laughs> get out, fans. It's a very well, strange one. Plants are flammable, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but, yeah that's it. Um, the lights go out as the fans are being rushed. So there's obviously some sort of electrical fault. When the lights come back on, it's just Bron Breaker and Joe Gacy and a referee. Mm-hmm. In the crowd is Bray Wyatt in the bleachers. Ooh. Ooh. 
applauding. Brum is it empty now? Or yeah, are the whole NXT people? arena oh. is empty with the exception of a lot of smoke. Braun and Joe Gacy mm. and a ref. Uh, as Braun challenges Bray Wyatt to enter the ring, he's a bit of a thickhead, and he? he's just like, okay, come <laughs> out and fight me, Dan! Fight me, Dan! Uh, this allows Joe Gacy time to recover. He batters James Breaker Brown with a chair. <laughs> Get up! Get up! <laughs> he batters Breaker with a chair, obliterates him 20 or so times overall, similar to like Mania X7. Mm. Makes the cover. Joe Gacy becomes the NXT champion. Mm. He lays the NXT title down on the canvas in the direction of Bray Wyatt. And goes and goes down onto his knees and support. My home is your home, my leader. And Joe Gacy, a willing, oh. a, a willing follower, a willing Ooh. firefly for Bray Wyatt. And Bray loves this. Anyway, Survivor Series rolls around. Uh, Bray's doing his own sort of spooky stuff on SmackDown at this point. Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, and the Street Profits take on Solo Sokoa, Sami Zayn, and the Usos. Bloodline mm. wins. They leave. Drew Owens and the Profits alone in the ring. Eerie red and gold glow fills the arena. Okay. Smoke starts billowing once again. We like some smoke. Uh, Bray Wyatt appears on the ramp with the puppets all by his side. And from the crowd, we see Joe Gacy. We see the dyad. And then we see Carmelo Hayes. We see Pretty Deadly. We see Gallus. We see Von Wagner. It's pretty much the entire NXT roster getting into the War Games cage and they batter Drew Owens and the Street Profits. Oh. Bray Wyatt has NXT oh. under mind oh. control. Oh. The whole brand. The whole brand. Wow. Wow. Well, noteworthy no by their absence is Bron Breaker. Okay. Noteworthy mm. by his absence is Bron Breaker. NXT rolls around on Tuesday, and similar to your pitch, NXT looking a bit more yeah. decrepit, moss, cobwebs. Looking a bit like the Wyatt compound. I nearly had NXT emanate from the compound. <laughs> I decided that's enough compound fun for one day. Uh, all the crowd are in sheep masks instead. And Bray Wyatt oh. addresses his congregation before handing over the reins of NXT to his head firefly, Joe Gacy. Okay. In which Joe Gacy now essentially is carrying out Bray Wyatt's whims, but on NXT. Oh. Now, you can, now this, this is where the sort of pitch ends. Bron Breaker can sort of fight through uh, the, the heels who are still very much twisted by all of this mm. and beat Joe Gacy to take the NXT title back. Mm. That way you can kind of restore some sort of order to NXT mm -hmm. and have Joe Gacy maybe join Wyatt on the main roster. Um, but it's a kind of a way that kind of gives Joe Gacy something special and kind of creates a star through Wyatt. Yeah. What do you think? So... It's a very extreme pitch, isn't it? Like, there's mm. huge consequences for a whole brand of WWE. But I think, apart from Ross, who really cares about NXT? <laughs> so I'm fine for you to experiment on it with, with this and see if it would work. And yeah, it's a yes for me. Go on. Hey, yeah, yeah. thank you. That was, yeah. I'll, that blew my mind when you were like, <laughs> let's have him take over the whole NXT roster. I really like... I really, really like that idea. I like the idea of Bron Breaker, basically. You know, like in arcades, where you have to go through all the challenges yes! to get to the top. That's kind of what it'd feel like if he's got to go through the whole NXT, NXT roster. NXT will basically become Streets of Rage yeah. 2 for about three weeks. Which I wouldn't be Maybe opposed, to, uh, opposed to happening. Um, 
what an absolute I mean that first of all I think for NXT that would be a, a huge rub for people NXT would tune as it is in. anyway be like, what's yeah yeah going on? exactly yeah. a huge rub for for a lot of uh, people on NXT which I think is something you know that that's not a bad thing at all to have is it um and to make Bray feel all that more powerful mm. by having all these people under his control that would be that would be such a, a unique thing to see I think as well, like he is stretched out that far. He gets that deep into everything that he's in. Yeah, mm. got all his fingers in all the pies, aren't he? <laughs> um, it's a yes from me because Yay! I'd love to see how. I think if anything, sort of Bray, this, this uh, is it. Rob Fee, I can't remember his name. If Rob it's Bray, Fee, yeah. Rob Fee, and Triple H all together melding their minds to create something like that, I think they would do a good job in actually portraying that in a in a really good way. Mm. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Boom. It was boy lovely. Pitch number two. Okay. New movie. What better two masters of storytelling should collide than Bray Wyatt and Cody Rhodes? Hey! Oh, yes, indeed. They have a lot of history dating back to the NXT game show days where Cody was Husky Harris's WWE Pro mentor. When Husky was eventually eliminated from the game show, Cody went off on a verbal slaughter of the other pros and rookies. And when Husky tried to chime in on Cody, um, uh, sorry, when Husky even tried to chime in when Cody was going off. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, Cody even said, Husky, your time is coming and I'll tell these people why. That line alone is, or could be enough, sorry, for these two masters of their storytelling craft to build off. Okay. Perhaps relating back to my previous pitch of how the Wyatt Six manifests, Bray could push the narrative that Cody is the reason why all this has happened in the first place. The bitterness Cody demonstrated towards the WWE universe and the world when Husky was eliminated stuck with Bray, who reinvented himself time and time again to cope with feelings of rejection, forming his own families and personas that had just go on to hurt and abandon him, and abandon him down the line. So Bray could tie that back to Cody too, 
Cody had to reinvent himself when everybody rejected him, his prior family in AEW, the fans, but really he should revel in who he truly is, in who he truly is, an angry, bitter human being that puts on a facade mm -hmm. that puts on a facade of being lawful good in hopes to please everyone around him because he doesn't want to be alone. Cody prides himself on family and the legacy of his father, but that's just it. That's just what hold him, holds him back. He'll never live up to that legacy. He just needs to accept that. He knows that, and he really just needs to let the truth. Cody Rhodes in. And from there, I think you could have some really fun mind game moments in which if Bray can draw upon previous personalities now, like Husky, uses him to his advantage to really test the mental will of Cody. And there's also some other seeds that have been planted for this to grow as well, because in April 2022, Cody tweeted, wrestling is a love story, to which Wyatt, Wyatt responded four months later, wrestling is not a love story. It's a fairy tale for masochists. Oh my God. A comedy for people who criticize punchlines, a fantasy most can't understand, a spectacle no one can deny. Lines are, blur lines are blurred. Heroes are villains. Budgets are cut. Business is business. But it can also be a land where dead men walk, where honor makes you elite, where demons run for office and rock bottom is a reason to rejoice. Did, did, he, did he do all of this? He did. He did. Imagine being Cody and just wanting one tweet to celebrate coming back. Right. And some <laughs> bloke just... He went, it's an escape, a reason to point the blame at anyone but yourself to two to three hours, an excuse to be a kid again, and nothing matters except the moment we are in. Wrestling is not a love story. It's much more. It's hope. And in a world surrounded in hate, greed, and violence, a world where closure may never come, we all know a place that has hot and cold hope on top, for better or worse. And mm. Cody's tweet, I thought, could possibly be viewed as being very basic, shallow, and all-round pleasing. It's a very pleasing statement, right? Less is more, I think. Whereas Braze think. feels more truthful in depth and somewhat, okay. I guess, philosophical at okay. the same time as well. So you could build off that. Okay. You've got just the like the surface stuff of Cody Rhodes. He's a good, he's a good man. He's lawful good, right? He, mm -hmm. he just does it all kind of to please so everybody, much adrenaline right? Well, yeah. So much adrenaline. Uh, whereas Bray kind of just, he, he's truthful about things. And I feel like that could be what this new Bray Wyatt is all about. It's like, he's just OG. You can see more clearly. He's all, all the things are out of his head. And like, he's just trying to, Bring the truth out of people. Bring the truth out of everyone. He wants to see the true Cody Rhodes. Okay. Because we've all seen the true Cody Rhodes. He gets dead mean sometimes. <laughs> no, he does. So, he so does. what's the pitch then? So the, I guess just the pitch Cody is versus, just the, Cody yeah, versus Cody Bray. versus Bray and just the right. way you could build. Ah, okay, cool. I, I mean, I agree. I agree. Cody and Bray is, it would be a, a beauty. Yeah. It just lend into my third and final pitch. Oh, well. okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll touch more on, on that. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of little seeds that are planted that you could water yeah. quite nicely. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm mm. up for a Cody Bray feud. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. I'm not oh. up for a Cody You're Bray not. feud. Oh. Oh. Maybe if it came further down the line. I think further down the line. But the minute... Well, talking about this with Tom on the news today, I was saying, like, you've got the Cody thing where we assume he's probably going to come back and factor in it some way in WrestleMania in a big yeah. big way. And you've also got maybe the question of The Rock possibly coming back as well. <gasps> and then with Bray in the mix with Cody in that, and I just don't know if it if it would be, if there's too cluttered an environ at the minute on the road yeah. to WrestleMania, but I don't know. It's not enough to, It's not enough for an outright no because I really enjoy it and I'd mm. like to see it at some point. So I'm going to do one of them as one well. Of them, I'm the down air. for one but of them. I'll you know what? It. Down the line, it'll become a... It'll, it'll oh, become a yeah. Fishing hook. We do have fun. We do, don't we? <laughs> we have a lot of um, fun. Right. Uh, we do have a lovely time. We do. Pitch number two, Crown Jewel. 
<laughs> I know. <gasps> I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Damn Lord. No. After, after a spirited effort, Logan Paul loses to Roman Reigns in the main event. The lights go out and hears Bray Wyatt. He stares at an exhausted Logan who stares back. He puts his hand on Logan's forehead. Sister Abigail, that's the end of the show. Everyone's like, whoa. And I feel bad for the real Wyndham returner there because we've flown him out to Saudi Arabia just to hit one move and then that's it. But don't worry. I'm sure he'd be terrible with, feel terrible with all that money. Yeah, it's true. Wiping his eyes Um, with five. Logan Paul shows up on the next SmackDown to be like, sorry, I didn't win you guys. I gave it my shot. But as he's trying to do this sort of standard valiant losing babyface promo, he vomits a bit of black goo, just like what Papa Shango did to the ultimate (gasps) warrior. Oh, yes. Logan is rushed awkwardly out of the ring, black goo still all around his mouth and on his shirt and that. It's a while before we see Logan in WWE again, but in the meantime, in all of his media appearances and podcasts and whatever he does, <laughs> uh, he's not himself. He's pale, he's clammy, he's not talking as much. He looks a bit scared. <laughs> We've learned from Wyatt's return that Triple H loves a multimedia marketing campaign. So how about this one? Logan sells the effects of spooky Bray Wyatt cursing him on all his various platforms. This leads to a match between the two to set Logan's soul free, which, of course, Wyatt wins instead. Oh! Which leads to WrestleMania. It's it's Logan and Miz versus Wyatt and Loomis in a if you lose, we have your souls forever, but if you win, we set you free match. Oh, the classic stipulation. Yeah. I remember Frank Gotch and Lou <laughs> Yeah, yeah. First time they had one of those. Um, so in an ironic twist of fate, Miz and Logan have to team together again in a heartwarming tale and get the win to be freed from their torture. And Loomis is there to take the pin because you don't want Braden. Yeah. 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 But there we go. Miz and, Miz and Logan are free. Wow. Mm, it's a silly-ish one. It's sillier than the first one that I did, but it's... I like the multifaceted multimedia element. Thank you. Yes. Cheers. Big fan of that. Thank you very I much. Think that's I nice. don't think you could in real life convince Logan to do that. He seems to have wrestling in a separate box. Yeah. And he's got all his other stuff that makes him loads and loads of money as well. So you might not want to mm. mess with that. Unless that made him loads and loads of money as Unless well. Unless they said, here's all of the money from Crown Jewel. For <laughs> yes. this. Can you just know. pretend all to be clammy for a few months? Yeah, yeah. Even mm. if you just go hi, I'm Logan Paul. I'm a bit clammy today, but we'll mm. carry on. <laughs> <laughs> that covers the base. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, well, why not? From clips I've seen of his podcast, I doubt Logan could get that sentence out in full without one of his annoying colleagues interrupting him. <laughs> oh, they are. It's hard to watch. Oh, bro, you're so clammy. They're all like, I hate them. <laughs> I don't hate Logan, actually. I hate them. It's weird. Mm. Oh, really? Logan's there just being like, yeah, I'm Logan Paul. You know, I'm quite, mm, quite confident. And they're just all like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, man. I want to hear his guest, Roman. Talk. Is that a fate uh, worse than death? Becoming like a, like a YouTube sort of hanger on like Logan Paul's entourage. No, we're all like, that like the Pacini. No, we're all. No, no, so. no, we have our own foibles and personalities. We're not like Mr. the guys who follow Mr. Beast around who just go, bruh. You like, know what? We're not I, like I, them, I, find, I find Mr. Beast's sidekicks quite charming. <laughs> so I really do. I, I think, don't know too I much think about they, him. They know their place and they just, yeah. they're like, we're Mr. Beast's sidekicks and he throws money at us. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. They're quite cute. They're quite cute little boys. Whereas Logan's are like men and I'm like, ah, I get it. Like real. Whereas Mr. Beast are like little cartoon characters. Mm. Ooh, I'm the short one. You know, they're all they've all got their own thing. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> I like no, it. By the way. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was good. I like that. Uh, as Tom said, the multimedia sort of aspect of it in mm. in terms of if if you could cross it over and you wanted Bray to be an even bigger deal than he already is, right? Then that's what you do. That, that's what you do. Okay. You cross it over into all the other stuff to make it feel like a big deal, Sounds as it good. should. As it should. Thank Thomas. you very much. Nice. Right. My third <laughs> and final. Um, Bray Wyatt's end. 
should be as it Bray began. Wyatt's end. I'm doing the final storyline of Bray Wyatt. Oh, this is this how it ends. Just brought him back. I know, right? Whoa. All right. Um, okay. So Cody Rhodes is your WWE champion. Winged Eagle, happy days. Having a great time. Oh. Um, he stands in the ring uh, one night after several weeks of warnings. Well, he's brought uh, back the, the winged sc- eagle. Yeah, of course oh, he has. that flew over my head a little bit there. Because like, <laughs> it's, it's an eagle. Because it's an eagle, isn't it? Hey! You know what? Before, bro, I'd, I'd bro, like, bro. I'd like, bro. To thank, I'd like to thank you, lads, because before this video, I was in quite a tired little mood. And I was like, <laughs> but I, ha- I have had a fun time. Had <laughs> had fun, yeah. That's now what you're it's all about. Yeah, now yeah. you're spicy. Thanks, down as well. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Do you That's all right. We've been getting warnings of the death of the creator. Uh, in QR codes and flashing images and stuff. And uh, one night on Raw, Cody's chatting to the crowd and he's interrupted by flashing images on the Titantron. Uh, it shows Cody as an NXT pro with his rookie Husky Harris. Oh. Chewing him out on the mic and stuff like that. But then as the clips go on, what happens is it, where Husky Harris is, it's sort of crudely green screened over the top to be Huskis the pig boy. Nice. That is something Bray White would do. I can mm. see that. Uh, and then uh, it, and what ha- this leads to Bray uh, over the speaker saying, the only way a soul of mine can truly be free is if I end the one who created me. Oh. Cody suddenly joined in the ring by Huskins the pig boy, mm. who gives him a big hug. He's so excited to see Cody Rhodes. And then Bray Wyatt turns up and hits Cody with the sister yeah. Abigail. And Huskins is really sad. Huskins <laughs> is Husky oh. Harris. The mind games Isn't continue. The, the bloke dressed as Husky. Yeah. Husky is the, Husky yeah, is right, the big okay, boy. Yeah. The mind games continue. With it's Husky not is... the little puppet sized. No, 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 no. I think it's you can swap between the two because I love the idea of like Cody on a match and then at ringside you see the puppet Huskies going, right. Come on, Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Cody. Win your match. Come on, man. Uh, and then swap it out for like. You can do it, lad. Swap it out for like the big Huskies. Anyway, one time after a match, Huskies jumps into the ring and he's dressed. In polka dots. Oh, you oh, can't do that. Oh, but it, but it works. Naughty. And 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 this just upsets Cody. Yeah, of course. Point. So Cody just batters Huskis. Okay, so that's yeah. the end of Huskis. And then here's Bray, sister Abigail, just leaves Cody laying. Uh, Cody watched that. Then then so then that's how Raw ends. It's like that. The following week on Raw, uh, Bray Wyatt on the on the big screen as Cody's won his match. He's backstage. And he's got this big thing. He had this surprise all night. To show to Cody, okay. pulls off the cover. It's Dusty Rhodes Hall of Fame gold statue. Oh, no. To which he pulls out a flamethrower no, and no, melts no, you it. Can't, you can't have that. Death to him. the creator! Oh, it will set God. me free. I hope they've got a substitute one and they don't actually a burn one. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and and Co- Cody now by Cody's tried to rise above it, but this is just nonsense. And it leads to him saying, Look, I don't care what match we have, I want to fight you. And it leads to um a WWE title match at Extreme Rules oh. a year on and Bray's calling it a doorway to oblivion. Oh. The winner being the one who sends their opponent through the same creepy door that Bray Wyatt oh, burst through in 2022. Tree. Okay. Now in the build-up, Bray Wyatt tries to convince Cody to go through the door willingly. Oh. Saying, there is someone behind there who can't wait to see you. My God, this oh. is like this is like a film. From behind the door, like he says, listen, listen, Cody. No. Behind the door, someone's waiting to see you again. Can you hear me, Thun? This is dark, this Come song. see your daddy. This is dark. I miss you so much. This is really dark. And Cody is just like in bits and, and but, he, but he's 
you could see him getting emotional. And then, then you've got the voice going, you're too scared to come through the door. You were always the failure. Yet it turns into Bray's voice. Okay. You were always a failure. Death to the creator. Anyway, this, this ends up being the final bit before we get the match itself. The match is just chaos. Spooky plunder and brawls and fights. In the end, get to the end of the match. Cody lands an awe-inspiring crossroads off an elevated part of the stage mm. that takes out Bray Wyatt. Bray is dragged to the doorway. Door opens, light bursts through it, and Cody, with every bit of strength, hurls Bray through the door, slams it shut. Thunder and lightning crack around the arena. There's an explosion and the door is gone. The crowd are very stunned as to what's happened as the show goes off the air. Cody somewhat triumphant and Wyatt somewhat gone forever. <laughs> somewhat gone forever. Somewhat. The following Monday, Raw passes without incident, um, but a QR code flashes up right at the end. Literally, as you see that like, little copyright thing, then there's a QR code. It takes you to a video of a corridor that's lit by a lantern on the floor. You zoom in on the lantern and a hand picks it up. The camera pans to see the lantern being held by a bearded Bo Dallas. Oh. oh! Who looks down the camera and says, I'll always be here. Oh! <laughs> Blows it out. Is Bo Dallas the new Bray Wyatt? Like carrying on the legacy. Oh, yeah. Oh. And that's how we end it. And Very then from there, it's to your... To your... Uh, discretion. Mm. I'll give it a yes. Got a bit dark, that, but it's it? But it's a tentative yes because I remember Cody once saying in interviews he made a big deal of like, I don't want my dad brought up in storylines unless all I've the got, more reason to do unless it. I've got the say-so behind it. Mm. So if we assume that he would be alright with it, then yeah. yeah. Then yeah. But I mean, the the idea of the one other thing is that like we've had Bray for a year and now he's gone, but then the Bo Dallas thing, like it could lead to so much stuff. I'm gonna give it a yes as well because hey. uh when I said about Andrews, I was like, I like it, but if it happened a bit later on, well, this has mm. happened a bit later on mm. in the year. So once Cody's already the champion. So yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, thank you. Oh, you painted a picture in my mind, Thomas. <laughs> and it was delightful. Um, yeah, I really like it. I'm going to give it a yes. You, you've hey. like really... From my basic idea of how the plant the the seeds could be planted, are you just Those taking that together. and like, oh yeah? So so money for both dances, like oh, <laughs> you you <laughs> yeah, you painted the picture of what I could not I could not see to begin with, and th th that would be such an amazing way I think to like Do you think for everything to come full Be upset somewhere? with the whole Dusty Roads nods and. I don't and know. Behind the door comes through. I mean, the Seth Seth did the polka dots, I guess. Yeah. He did. Uh, well, but, if, as long as it's made very clear that it's just Bray doing that voice. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's yeah, why yeah, the voice yeah, changes. Yeah, 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 it's like yeah. it's clear that it's yeah. Bray putting the voice on. Mm. I think that work because it's all about the mind games, the isn't mind, it? The mind, mind games. games. And I think house. I think that I think that worked really well. Cool. I like it a lot. Thank you. Bray. I like it a lot, Andrew. But so, we will, will we like your... I don't know. We'll see. So you know basically, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> will we like yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so kind of like listening to everybody else's minds, kind of just like a general pitch for feuds okay. or ideas for feuds, perhaps, right? Um, so as I've written down here, I was trying to think of some of the feuds for Bray to have, especially now with the news that he's built to be on the SmackDown roster going forward. So I thought about carrying Cross, but would Cross. rather he be built up first to actually look like a credible threat. Um, and a loss to Bray so soon would probably harm him because Scarlett's doing all his work mm. for him. 
I thought about some way to have a compelling storyline with Roman as well, incorporating the full circle aspects of Bray's presentation as the Fiend lost the universal title to Reigns, which then subsequently kicked off the whole head of the table tribal chief character we're seeing today. So I was thinking like, uh, perhaps we could play on Roman's claim of being in God mode and use that to tie in, draw comparisons to the religious overtones of Bray Wyatt's hold world in his hands theme. Mm -hmm. Really have Bray test Roman mentally by alluding to the fact that Wyatt doesn't necessarily want the belt as Roman's ego and legacy is now much more of a compelling target to him. But I then ultimately decided maybe not that. I don't really know how to do that in a way because... I guess you would want the belt, wouldn't you, as well, at the same this time? Is the, this is the tricky thing with, with booking Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And, and, and <clears> like, <throat> uh, to, to allude to it again, that Seth Rollins interview where he said no one really comes off well after a Bray yeah. Wyatt view. This is the challenge I think WWE are going to have is you've, you've got to put him in there with people, yeah. but you don't want to make the people look bad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But so ultimately what I've come to is perhaps Bray should be the one to really crack Drew McIntyre. Someone who's had a, a fairly heartbreaking year at the hands of the bloodline uh, from the loss at the main event of oh. Clash at the Castle as well, obviously. So Drew's kind of like, he's put on a brave face, but been at the mercy of Karrion Cross a number of times. I put, or rather Scarlet, really. I've got something against Karrion Cross now, you know? <laughs> he's got something he's against not, he's him. Not the shaven-headed man you once fell in love with. He's not. When he, when he was cross, when he was coming. He's got, he's got to lose those locks, like me. Do you think it's got... A rebel on the streets now. I thought you just meant... Getting, I, I meant just recapturing that aggression of when he was really yeah, cross. But, he, um, he, he needs to, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe that is the catalyst for causing Drew to snap. Bray doesn't have to be generically antagonistic in a few with Drew, perhaps just inquisitive. Trying, uh, sorry, tying back once again to the reveling what you are, Bray could just ask the question as to why Drew is holding back his emotions after everything that's happened recently. He's valid to let his true demeanor come out. Bray wants to find the truth that, from McIntyre, because as we've seen in the past and from what Wyatt has recently said, I used to think that the prison inside my head was the only place I could truly be free. Um, he knows fir uh, like he knows firsthand what it can do to a person to suppress these emotions deep inside. And then this could trigger something within McIntyre that just gives him a bit of an edge again, something a little bit that shakes up his character a little bit more, perhaps even diverging too far down that route though. And as Thomas said before in the past, morphing into like, that King George the Third figure yeah. that becomes consumed by madness by letting this kind of like take over him. And Bray is just like, I feel like I want to see Bray be that kind of person that just pops up to certain people and be mm. like, what are you doing? What are you doing this for? You, you know, just be yourself. I've learned to embrace Like You should just be yourself as well. And then these things like start escalating for people without mm. him necessarily being... Because you avoid him then yeah. burying other members yeah, of the yeah. roster. Yeah, okay. I like it. I especially like the Drew one. I don't want them to just put that aside, his loss at Clash at the Castle. That should have a real effect on his character. Yeah. I, think. And yeah. I think this is a good way of doing it. Mm. So yes. So yes. Yeah, me. yes from me. I love I love the idea of Bray and Drew uh, getting amongst it. And again, it, it leans back to my thoughts on Drew McIntyre eventually just making a brilliant mental heel. Yeah. Who Bray can be the ultimate, the, the ideal person to... <clears throat> to sort of send him on that way mm, mm. and just and have him question like everything, Matilda. like tap into his paranoia, tap into his insecurities. Yeah. And mm. and and, and, and you don't need to have Bray beat him for the title. You just need to have Bray be the person that, yeah, of course. that, that sets him off. I think because, you know, like sort of leading into the cult leader stuff and we watch films and that, it's not necessarily like the cult leaders don't do the do stuff, the stuff yeah, do they? They yeah, kind of yeah. just like plant those seeds in your mind for you to start thinking like, oh, actually maybe this, that and the other. Mm. So maybe if we get a little bit more of that, from from Bray, that'd be kind of cool. Nice. Nice. Thank you very much. 
Unfortunately, uh, did you have an AI write this one, Jack? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So after last week's roaring success, I think that's fair to say. That was Edge versus Balor in the I Quit match, wasn't it? A wonderful, uh, sexy, romantic rom-com. Yeah. This one, I made the huge mistake of using the same website. So it's similar. <laughs> <laughs> Bray sits on a sharp table. <laughs> so you remember how it was like Edge was in a house and then he looked outside and then Balor was there and then they had a fight? Yeah. This one's similar, but I changed. I tried to change it. So I've changed the ending and stuff, but... I changed the prompt for the ending from like violent ending to like happy or satisfying or something. Yeah. Still really similar. So I'm worried that it's going to ring a few bells. But anyway, I'll just read it out. Bray Wyatt had always loved passionate the WWE with its its wet, wide-eyed wrestlers. It was a place where he felt vengeful. (laughs) (laughs) It's already good. He was a fun, party-centric Dr. Pepper drinker with muscular knees and thick elbows. <laughs> so Edge last time had like big eyebrows or something, muscular legs. Um, <laughs> Vince, Vince in his in his heyday loved muscular legs. Yeah, I'm glad that's something that Triple H is carrying over. Yeah, his friends saw him as a decaying, disturbed devil. That's that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, accurate. Yeah. That's yeah. accurate. Once he had even helped an ice dancing hedgehog cross the road. <laughs> that's just the sort of man he was. Like like a puppet, like a puppet from the from the five five fun out, right? Bray walked over to the window because they're all in a house in this AI, and reflected on his violent surroundings. The mist teased like flailing rabbits. Oh, that's, Ooh, quite, that's quite good. Oh, that's quite good. Rabbits. It's like Wordsworth. Mm. Um, then he saw something in the distance, or rather, someone. It was the figure of Triple H. Oh. Triple H was a hilarious king of kings, <laughs> with veiny knees and big elbows. Bray gulped. He was not prepared for triple. <laughs> <laughs> never, you're never prepared no. for triple. As Bray stepped outside and triple came closer, <laughs> it's because it wanted first name and surname. <laughs> first name, triple, yeah. second name, mate. Bray stepped outside and triple came closer. <laughs> he could see the frightened smile on his face. I'm here because I want you to bloody leave my company alone, <laughs> triple bellowed <laughs> in a radical tone. He slammed his fist against Bray with the force of... It's done that thing again. It did this last time. With the force of 7,973 spiders. <laughs> I, I frigging hate you, Bray Wyatt. Last time we had Edge guy. Yeah. Frigging hate you, Balo. <laughs> that was good. Bray looked back even more intense and still fingering the heavy lantern. Oh, hello. Okay. <laughs> Triple, I am sorry for trapping you in the void with John Cena that one time. Oh, that's good. They looked at each other with tired feelings, like two bumpy, brawny buzzards spinning at a very cheeky christening, which had soft rock music playing in the background, and two innocent uncles giggling to the beat. Now, last, like, time, last time, last time there was uncles. Wedding, clearly, is not a prompt. That's just, <laughs> no, that's the, just the story. There. Loves having uncles yeah, in an yeah. imagined celebration of yeah. some sort. Bray regarded Triple's veiny knees and big elbows. He held out his hand. Let's not fight, he whispered gently. Humph, pondered Triple. Please, begged Bray with puppy dog eyes. Triple looked spooky, his body blushing like a long, loud lantern shaped like Finn Balor's head. (laughs) (laughs) Then Triple came inside with Bray for a nice drink of Dr. Pepper. The end. The fact that Bray Wyatt is a Dr. Pepper, an avid Dr. Pepper drinker, gives it a yes from me. So Edge was was maple syrup. Yep. Bray's Dr. Dr. Pepper. Of course. Now, I'll be honest, it was more similar than I wanted to the last one. Yeah. I thought by changing, because it was like, what would you like the tone of the resolution to be? And there was just happy, sad, or violent. Last time I... Ooh. 
last time I, I chose violent. Yeah. This time I chose happy. I thought that would have more of a bearing on the or the whole story, the not just tone. the very end of the story. Yeah. So I'm just I'm sorry. No, we there had we great go. moments. Triple H turning into a giant Finn Balor light lantern. Oh yeah, so <laughs> well, that like was that. pretty good. Well, it asked for two objects, so I put lantern yeah. and then lantern shaped like Finn Balor's head. I like it. Too, yeah. I like it a lot. It's not as good a sequel as Batman Returns. No, but it's a better sequel than Nutty Professor to the Clumps. Okay, so yeah. uh, high praise. Indeed. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give it a yes. I'm give it a you. yes. Uh, four stars, some funny bits. I might have to retire the AI now. Absolutely or just use a not. different website. Yeah. <laughs> no, just... no, it has to be that every time. Every, every single time. T-Rex webcomic where it's the same, it's like a drawing of a few, di it's like some dinosaurs in the same configuration. It's just the speech that changes in each webcomic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like it's that. It's not though, is well, it? No, not because in this you, you, you got to use your is. mind. It's going to be so It bad. has to be every one of your third pitches has to be that. I freaking hate you, insert wrestler here. And then we need Thumb to reenact, we need to reenact one of them as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like a Tommy Wiseau thing. Like. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, Stunning. thank you for the yes. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, you for the pitches. Well. Yeah, uh, I, give you, I give you a yes. Well, thank yeah. you both for the pitches as well. Thank you. Gents, and, and thank you for watching this video too. Why don't you leave your thoughts on our pitches? And hey, why not some pitches of your own? in the comment section down below. I think as we've proven, you can go many different directions with Bray Wyatt's return. Yeah. You can go whichever spooky direction you want, as long as it is spooky. So uh, there we go. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you to you as well. Have you got anything you'd like to plug, Tom? I friggin' ate you, Triple. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Uh, Andrew? Um, Dr. Pepper's good, isn't it? Got any Twitch? Twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic mm -hmm. at 6 p.m. BSC on a Monday. We're playing through you, Resident Evil. You're doing spooky games. Doing Halloween. spooky games, yes, yeah, certainly are. And it's getting spookier. So c prepare with clean undies or okay. something. Uh, Tom? Any, no, uh, no just, just business as usual. Fair enough. Subscribe to the podcast, please. There's a, there's a cultaholic wrestling podcast. Feed you did mention daily stuff every day. That soon you will be covering on the retro review. You'll be covering Invasion. Yes, yeah, so that's Ooh. out Saturday. Love so it's a Cold Holic Classic Spatdown review special where myself, Matthew Gregg, Sam Driver, and Jack Atkins. It's a team. It's like a it's super team. Crisis on Infinite yeah. Arseholes, wow. as we're calling it. Well, that's uh, good. We're all going to be watching Invasion 2001, Fantastic. and you're welcome to watch along with us on the podcast feed. And you can watch the video of all the classic reviews. If you are a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash golden. Fantastic stuff. Well, thank you very much for watching indeed. Uh, I am on Twitch on Wednesdays uh, with Owen Mawson, twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic. We play Football Manager. And apart from that, I can't think of anything else. So thank you very much. And we'll see you very soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>